Welcome to Season 3 of Trying Our Best, a mother-daughter good place podcast. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Ayla. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 11 of The Good Place. So where we left off, um, our four humans, Janet and Michael, were heading to the interdimensional hole of pancakes. You said hey, it! Hey, I said it this time! <laughs> so, anywhere, they're there to meet up with the judge and negotiate about what is wrong um, with the point system and how you get into the good place and the bad place. So, they get to the IHOP and it's a pretty crazy space crazy place the judge doesn't have her powers there and chidi sees the time knife they're and the all the worst part is there's no pancakes <laughs> so here they are and they meet and michael makes his argument and says look it people think they're making one decision they think they're making one decision about buying a tomato but they're really making dozens of decisions they don't even know about about contributing to global warming or exploiting a worker and the judge kind of just looks at him and is like yeah life is complicated you made a choice you face the consequences and who saves the day and then like things happen in this um in this tv show something totally unexpected like no one thought it would happen Jason saved the day. How did he do that? So, Jason explained to the judge that back in the day when he was, like, alive and stuff, he had a dance crew, and he would always yell at this guy because he was always late to the dance practice. But then, the swamp underneath um, Jason's house flooded, so then he had to stay at that guy's house. And he realized that that guy was, like, really busy and it would be, like, almost impossible to make it on time to the dance rehearsal. Yeah, the guy was working three jobs and caring for four grandparents who all slept in one bed. So, obviously, he just was living a really hard life. And Jason made the point that until he saw that life up close, he didn't understand that the guy couldn't be on time the way that Jason was because he didn't have the same circumstances. And the judge is like, fine, I'll go down to Earth um, making good decisions will be easy. So she does. She goes to Earth. She travels to several different countries. She comes back and she's frazzled. She says, whoo, Earth is a mess. She re- says, um, you know, she is, the, the, the judge is portrayed by a black actor. She says, apparently I'm black and they don't like black women down there. So she's realized that there's racism that, that she has to deal with. Um, she talks about how, that she couldn't make the decisions that she wanted to because everything was more complicated than she thought it would be. And so really kind of seeing it firsthand, she realizes that humans have it harder than she thought that they did and that maybe it really isn't fair how harshly they're being judged. So the first thing that we wanted to talk about was kind of this idea here of whether or not humans are inherently bad or if it's just their circumstances that make them bad. And this is actually something, Ayla, that you've been reading about in a book that we've been reading called Sapiens, right? So this book, Sapiens, it teaches us about how um, way back when humans like first existed, they were, they were animals. And us humans, we are animals, just like a bird or a squirrel, or a monkey. 
And the book goes into how there used to be other human species, but that we're the only ones that survived. So Homo sapiens is the only of the several human species that we know about that made it. And one of the things the book talks about is kind of why that is, and we don't know. So there's a couple of theories. Some of them think that we just, because of our social nature and our ability to collaborate and work together, that we survived when other groups that couldn't socialize as well, that couldn't collaborate as well, didn't. But a much darker theory is that we, Homo sapiens, killed them all. That we we were, you know, jealous and upset at them and that we just sort of were mass murderers. And so on, on the one hand, you have this theory that kind of paints us as really good at working together and being really collective and kind of what we would consider good. And then on the other hand, you have this version that paints us as being really bad in an inherent way, right? Of, of being kind of jealous and needy and murderous. And so it kind of gets to the heart of this question that at our core, are humans good or are humans bad? Well, I mean, I think it's hard to like decide if people are like good or bad because like there are some people that just do not try to be good. But there are some people who try to make good choices like Chidi. But there are all of these unintended consequences and the world is very complicated. So he ended up in the bad place anyway. And Eleanor, she didn't really care about rules. And she didn't really care about making good choices. But she also ended up in the bad place. So I don't really know. So one thing that we definitely do know, though, is that people used to make it into the good place. So something has changed. Either the world has changed or people have changed, right? Because once upon a time, they were able to accumulate enough points. Not everybody, but some people were able to accumulate enough points by the system to get into the good place. The point system hasn't changed, but the number of people getting into the good place definitely has. So you asked me if um if people changed or if the world has changed well i think people changed the world because well let's think back way back when there wasn't a such thing we didn't have to worry about technology or pollution or racism or sexism we didn't have to worry about that stuff all you had to worry about was surviving and the world was a lot less complicated which made it easier to get good points. And I'm like, but nowadays it's a lot harder to get good points because, because people made the world more complicated. Like they invented money and politics and electing presidents and wars. And it just got so, so complicated that you can make bad decisions without even knowing about it. So obviously we're probably not going to be able to figure out whether people are good or bad since that's something that philosophers have been trying to figure out for centuries. But um, we can tell you what happens next in the show, which is that the judge agrees to a new experiment. They're going to see if they can replicate the results because we do know that our four humans got better and they want to see if they, and Chidi suggests that it's because they removed all the variables, that they made the world less complicated by having them in Michael's neighborhood where a lot of those other things weren't happening. And so they want to see if they did that again to four other humans, would it still work? So what are the rules of this new experiment, Ayla? So the judge, being a judge, negotiates things. Michael gets to build the neighborhood, 
and Sean gets to pick the four humans. But the four humans, they have to be the same amount of bad as um, Eleanor, Chi, Jahani, and Jason. And we have to see if they get better. And then Sean says that he can find like a million reasons that he hates this plan. And Michael agrees. And then Judge says, perfect. That's how we know it's fair. And that line right there is going to bring us to our question of the day. The judge implies that it was a fair compromise because no one is happy. And our question of the day is, what makes something a fair compromise? You can pause the podcast, think about it, talk about it, write about it, and then come back. back everyone so this is a tricky um question i'm gonna have to think about it a little bit but part of me thinks that the judge was wrong why is that because no one was happy i mean i i think that michael and sean were kind of denying some of their feelings and i feel like they both i mean sean must have enjoyed this a little bit because he got to pick bad humans and he seemed pretty confident that this would fail and he gets to torture more humans so you think that they really were happier than they were letting on mm-hmm. so then maybe it was a good compromise so maybe the judge wasn't wrong hmm. i need to think about this a little more so i i think this is an interesting question too because obviously if you're compromising then nobody is getting exactly what they want because that's the definition of a compromise right but i do think that we should strive for, in general, a consensus, which is when we come to an agreement that everyone is okay with, that everyone accepts. And in this case, the judge definitely did not try to get a consensus between Michael and Sean. She just kind of made her ruling and said that if they were both equally unhappy with it, then it must mean that she had been fair to both of them. And I guess maybe technically it is fair, but I don't know that it's necessarily a good compromise because I think a good compromise is one in which Everybody is, maybe they, they're not perfectly happy with it, but everybody finds it acceptable. Everybody finds it tolerable. I think that Michael gets a little more on the deal than Sean does. Sean has to pick humans that are exactly like four other humans. And Michael gets to design a whole entire neighborhood. And Janet gets to make um, a, a whole lot of people for this whole entire neighborhood. But all Sean gets to do is try and find some humans that look exactly like four other humans. To be fair, though, it is Michael who's done all the work to prove that the original system was flawed. So he's put more effort into this leading up to here, where Sean hasn't really done anything other than just, you know, try to mess Michael up. You know, that's a very good point. So there was this TV show that I once watched, and the mom said to her daughter that when you do good things, good things happen. And I like that phrase. So whether it was a good compromise or not, it's the one that they've got. And that is where it, that's what's happening. Michael goes and starts building the new neighborhood. Janet is creating the people to populate it. Um, she gets some help from Derek, which has made Jason very jealous. And it's time. The very first human that Sean has picked is about to wake up in the waiting room and needs to be told that he is in the good place because that they're redoing the whole experiment, making them think they're in the good place and then letting seeing if they 
work together to try to become better people just like they did in the old experiment. And so here's this guy. He's sitting there. He's about to wake up. And what happens? Wow. Michael is getting a little nervous. I think Sean got in his head. So um, right before this human arrived, Sean sent him a message. He had designed a Michael suit so that he could torture the four humans in a special way. Vicky would sit in the Michael suit and pretend to be Michael and talk to the humans about how much he hated them. And that would make them feel really bad. And Michael, he got a little nervous. In fact, he got so nervous that he can't do his job. He can't go and introduce himself to the human. And Eleanor's sitting there, and the timer has gone off, and the humans woke up. And that is where this episode ends. And we will be back next time for the very last episode of Season 3. We hope you'll join us. <laughs> <laughs>